स्पाइस रेडियो और रेडियो रमजम सुन रहे हैं आप गपशप का प्रोग्राम है हमारी घड़ियों में बाद दोपहर के दो बजकर पाँच मिनट हुआ चाहते हैं अब से लेके तीन बजे तक आपका और हमारा साथ रहेगा हमारे आज के इस कार्यक्रम में जिसका नाम बड़े प्यार से हमने गपशप रखा है क्योंकि इसमें वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नज़रों में अटकेंगी खटकेंगी और दिल में समाएंगी उन सबको लेकर हम हाजिर हैं ये बताते हुए कि एक ख़ास इंसान आज हमारे साथ है तो आइए सबसे पहले उनकी मुलाकात आपसे क्यों ना करवाएं एंड डॉक्टर मिनी रंधावा <laughs> I tell you that drum roll got even more dramatic in 2023. You know, I'm feeling <laughs> I'm feeling the energy this year, Shishmaji. I'm feeling it. <laughs> That's very good. We we you know everybody's so jealous of Mini because she's the only one who gets the drum roll. I am. I do feel very special, but I will also say that I insisted on it after coming here for a while i started to say you know don't you think i deserve something something like a drum roll or something so i, I kind of pushed for it right um and i know a lot of your other regular guests are jealous and that's okay with me i'm that's all right with it that's fantastic <laughs> um shashmaji i know i wasn't here in december yes because of that crazy snowstorm oh yes let's just blame this time the snow no but it was the snowstorm right, okay, okay okay and and you know a uh, a kind of a uh, foreshadowing to what's going to come today on the program I, I see. when you do drive in the snow there yes. are a record number of accidents yes. and we should know our strengths and weaknesses and i'm not a good driver so i'm i'm good at many things driving is not one of them so i wasn't able to come and as a result we couldn't do our contest uh, our big contest which is going to be done today but it was going to be done today but mm-hmm. i had an opportunity to bring in a really amazing guest yes. and so i'm i'm really excited we're going to talk about that in a minute but before I, i i i talk about who we brought in i will say to our listeners i promise next month we will do our annual quiz okay. and because it is two months delayed now because right. it was supposed to be in december right. it seems only right that instead of one pair of sunglasses we give away two pair of no. designer sunglasses why, why why don't we make them as our valentines a val- a gift of love for valentines love. i love that okay, okay. so i promise the third wednesday of february i will be back <laughs> with that quiz and please have your uh, all your notes from all our our shows in the year previous right. handy uh-huh. and remember it's true or false so always call in and and take a guess cuz you still have a shot to get in the draw it's lovely to see you in the studio today may i first say that oh, thank you and we are very pleased to know that you brought somebody special into the program a very special program right. so i have had the opportunity to work with this gentleman for the past year and i've been quite blown away i was i was telling you uh, yes. earlier today how amazing and incredibly smart he is mm-hmm. this and i'm going to this is so horrible being indian and punjabi myself i shouldn't butcher the last name it's dr manu i'm going to let you say it me say it you, oh, you give it a okay. go medirata Wow, you yeah. did great. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, you got it. You're, Yay. You're most welcome in our program. Yeah, oh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. So, uh, Dr. I'm going to say Dr. Manu so I don't yeah. ruin ruin the last name. Um is part no, of Hold on. We've got to we've got to get you to say the oh name. Oh my properly. goodness. So say Medhi. Medhi Ratha. Ratha. Oh, that's not bad. Medhi Ratha. Medhi Ratha. That's right. So, Dr. Medhi Ratha is uh, a neurologist. Um and Uh how long ago did you start the iScope company? I don't even know when it was founded. 
Um, iScope was founded in 2018. 2018. I've been a neurologist for a lot longer. I did my internship here at the Royal Columbian Hospital. Wow. Oh, you did your yeah, internship here. In uh, 2001, and then I was a resident at the University of British Columbia. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. you have some roots here to BC. I do. Um, and so some of our listeners I know are familiar with iScope because I know some of our listeners have already gone to this clinic. iScope concussion clinics are national clinics. And they have created a model in which if you have a uh, some type of brain injury, uh, if you've been involved in a motor vehicle accident and you are having um, trouble with your recovery, he has brought everybody into the same roof. So you have your neurologist, your um, your. Uh, op- ophthalmologist, your optometrist, your OTs, your PTs, your kinesiologists, created a model where we all work together mm-hmm. along with some of the most advanced technology that they have brought in to really provide the next level of care in concussion management. Mm-hmm. And so as I was talking about with that snowstorm, and I know there was an e- you know a lot of car accidents and stuff, And one of the problems with car accidents and when you are in motor vehicle accidents or any type of traumatic brain injury is the recovery can be a frustrating process because quite often you yourself, and I'm going to talk about this from a vision point of view, you yourself don't always know what's wrong. You just don't feel right. right. And I see this in vision all the time. People think of vision as can you see or can you not see? And they can see, so they think their vision must be okay. But after some type of brain injury, they'll come in and there'll be all sorts of issues with their vision that they weren't even aware of. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, quite often you're just not feeling right, but you don't know what it is. So you go to your family doctor and you're like, something's wrong, but they can't tell you more than that. Mm. And, you know, it's great to have a, a... place like iScope now where you can just go in and get all see all these specialists in this area and get the testing that you need in order to be able to first figure out what's going on and then start a treatment protocol. So I'll turn it over to Dr. Manu now who can talk a little bit more about iScope. Mm -hmm. Yeah thanks very much Minnie and it's a pleasure to be here. Um, so I, we started iScope a few years ago because we found that a lot of patients had a lot of ongoing problems after maltraumatic brain injury. And I've been practicing as a neurologist for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. And what would happen is people would be referred into me with a maltraumatic brain injury or concussion. And they'd have problems with headaches and dizziness and memory and concentration and vision and balance and sleep and then problems with anxiety and other things as well. And there was no one place that I could send them to get all the care they needed. Mm-hmm. For example, to get somebody like Minnie, who's got very subspecialty interest mm-hmm. in vision rehabilitation and helping with some of the double vision and blurred vision that occurs. And floaters. And floaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. And uh, there's no one place to get that. So we created iScope so that it was a one-stop shop. And people wouldn't have to go around and get care in different places. They would Mm. see the specialist or neurosurgeon or neurologist and then go straight away for vision therapy or physiotherapy, occupational therapy, get help with their headaches Mm -hmm. and things like that. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's been great. It's a game changer for patients, especially because, and I want to make one point very clear to all of our listeners, you know, 
When you have been in a car accident, and I'm using car accident as an example here, but it can be any type of accident. A lot of these accidents happen at work. A lot of them happen, you know, um, at home. Right. And when you've been in a situation where there has been an injury, um, you don't always know that it is a brain injury. Mm. And that's part of the issue, right? So as our listeners are listening to the program today, I want you to think if you were in that car accident mm. and you're, you haven't been diagnosed yet with a mild traumatic brain injury or a concussion, you make sure that you're getting to the test that you need to find out what's really going on if you are not feeling quite 100%. Okay, so if a person... Now, with the ICBC changing all their rules and regulations with no-fault insurance, Correct. people just do not go to yes. the doctors, do not go and check out with a lawyer. How? So the very first thing that they should do is go to their family doctor. Yes. From there, they should then ask for a requisition to go and see um, I-scope. I, I-scope. And then from there on... Um, so would that cost money if they wanted to get that done? No. No. Okay. All no. Right. And so if you, so the first step is to go see your family physician. Right. And you know we talk about this a lot on the show, being your own advocate. Yes. So when you see your family physician, to say to them, could you please refer me to iScope? Because right. you need to kind of maybe push for that yourself and say, I've heard about this concussion clinic. I would love to go and get, I, I think I need to go get an evaluation done there. Right. Right. And then, Manu, you could talk a little bit about the process of what happens once they come into iScope with that referral. Right. No, thank you. So our website is myiscope.ca, I-S-C-O-P-E dot C-A. And essentially what we do is that the referral will come in through the emergency room or the family doctor through MSP. Mm-hmm. So they will see one of our neurologists or neurosurgeons. Uh, we have a great neurosurgeon who's our medical director here, Dr. Nav Chowdhury. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a number of other neurologists as well. And they will see the patient covered through the MSP program. And then based on that, they will meet with one of our care coordinators who will provide some education for them mm. on how to return to learn or return to play or return to sport or work. And then also arrange for their further treatment. So, for example, maybe they're having dizziness. Right. And dizziness is very treatable Right. with physiotherapy, but it takes a particular type of physiotherapy called vestibular physiotherapy. That's right. Ears and all that, right? Yeah, a lot of people suffer with terrible spinning. Mm. And that happens worse when you change position, for example, you roll in the so bed. So is it called vertigo as well? That's right, vertigo. Right. Yeah, the problem with vertigo is it can be a lot of different causes. Right. And uh, once they've ruled out a stroke or something bad, then we can often say it's in the inner ear. Mm. And it's very treatable with vestibular physiotherapy. Over 80 to 90% of people get better with that type of treatment. And I'm going to interrupt here and say uh, it can also be vision. Mm. And so one of the big things that we see post-trauma is a slight misalignment between the two eyes. Not enough for it to be something noticeable. So, you know, right. we see people who have one eye facing you and one eye facing yeah, the wall. Yeah, not well, that Not bad. that bad, yeah. but a very minor misalignment. Oh. And the brain starts to have trouble be- coordinating the image between the two eyes. Mm. And that, so the brain starts to see this 
blurred vision or almost the subtle double vision. Mm. And that can cause issues with vertigo and dizziness. You know, one of the main goals of vision is to tell your brain where your body is in space. So that's what your eyes do. Right. And now if your right eye is saying your body is here and your left eye is saying, no, it's slightly off. If you don't know where your own body is in space, you get this sense of, you get this dizziness. And so that's what's great about iScope is that they, and and actually, you know, I learned something new here today too. So that's a really interesting point that the first visit isn't even ICBC. It's just covered with your care card when you have that referral from your family doctor. So you don't even need to, you know, so you just get that referral Mm. and your care card, MSP, will cover that first visit with the neurologist. Is it usually? That's right. If they have a requisition, if they don't have that, because I know it's hard to get a family doctor these days and sometimes it takes a while to get in with a family doctor. Don't start me on that. (laughs) (laughs) We do have some family doctors in our practice as well Mm. that we can schedule you in with directly. So if you call in, Even we can better. get you get get you in with one of our primary care doctors that can connect you then with a neurosurgeon or, neuro, or a neurologist. Okay, I'm going to ask you another question, but we'll take a short commercial break. Um, I'll, I'll set the question right now, and then you can answer it after the break. You you talked about concussion. So is um, concussion the main cause because kids play sports and and in football and and hockey, there's a lot of concussion, right? Yes. So think about that, and we'll come back and get the program paid for, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll talk to you. Awesome. <laughs> We've got Dr. Mini Randhava and Dr. Manu Bediratha in the studio, and we will be talking to them in a few minutes. Spice Radio or Radio Room, Jim Sundriya, Gapshapka program hai, or Aj Bahat. महीनों के बाद डॉक्टर मिनी रंधावा हमारे स्टूडियोज में हैं एंड शी इज ब्रॉट अ लवली गाय विद हर एंड हिज नेम इज डॉक्टर मनु मेदीरता एंड यू नो आई वाज इंटरव्यूइंग अ डॉक्टर समटाइम बैक एंड डॉक्टर फैजल खोसा एंड ही गॉट लॉट्स ऑफ एम डी सो आई सेड ओके द लास्ट क्वेश्चन ऑफ द इंटरव्यू इज गोन बी प्लीज टेल मी ऑफ्टोमोलॉजिस्टोलॉजिस्टोलॉजिस्टोलॉजिस्टोलॉजिस्टोलॉजिस्टोलॉजिस्टोलॉजिस्टोलॉजिस्टोलॉजिस्टो
Well, we try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very complex. Yes, the brain but, is. Uh, we, we look at everything from the brain, spinal cord, and nerves mm-hmm. all the way down into the muscles. Okay. That's right. And do you know what's really nice, Shishmaji? One of the things that I love about working with these guys is the technology that they've brought in. Mm. So talking about the brain and trying to understand what happens to the brain in traumatic brain injury, they've brought in a machine, which I believe is the only one in Canada like it. And I'll, I'll let you talk more to what this machine is. Yeah. Well, brain is uh, brain science is evolving very quickly. And yes. there's a lot of innovation happening in there. And we're learning a lot. Over the last 20 years, we've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, we have some new devices that we've brought in using brainwave testing, EEG, okay. to look for signs of concussion and traumatic brain injury. Right. We also have a PET scanner, which is a type of scan that looks at the brain function. Okay. And also looks at other things like types of cancers for prostate and various other things in Burnaby. And it's the only one of its type actually in Western wow. Canada. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So yeah. do you, and now I'm actually asking for no other reason than my own curiosity because I have, I never get a chance to talk to this guy. So I, I really, my secret for bringing him in was to get all my questions answered. We get busy. Um, so uh, we knew you were very smart. Yeah, I didn't know this smart. Okay. So with this new PET scanner, is it then available for people to use who maybe don't have brain injury or concussion? or trauma and just want to do a health evaluation and see how their overall health is? Is this something you would consider for someone like that? Uh, Right now we're using it more for Alzheimer's and things like prostate cancers and things like that. But down the road, there there might be a role for something like that, but it's not quite there yet. It's not there yet. Mm -hmm. So what patients would you be uh, accepting for this? uh, So what would be the profile of a patient? Well, right now we're looking at um, some new treatments are coming out with respect to the prostate in particular. So Mm. this can actually be quite useful for the staging of that type of prostate cancer and also for some clinical trials that are going on with respect to Alzheimer's disease. I like your question. Can people come and find out before it is too late, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, we find out about all the ailments way too late. Yes. into our life, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if you could find out before that we are prone to this? Because remember when you were talking about eye health, right. eyes are uh, a mirror into, you know, our, our souls. Absolutely. We can, our body, whether we are doing good or not, and you can find out a whether lot. you... Yeah, you're yes. having um, diabetes or not. Exactly. Or pre-diabetic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think... Because you have only one machine in this country, let's have another one. (laughs) (laughs) So are you accepting Alzheimer's patients right now or no? Is it just, is it by referral only? It's by referral usually from Mm. the doctor. From the doctors for for research. But this area is evolving very quickly and it's one of our sister companies called Initio. Mm. I-N-I-T-I-O. And that's based in Burnaby. So mm-hmm. this area is, Health Canada is approving a number of new things as time goes on, and mm-hmm. it's, it's quite interesting. That's fabulous. So take us, take us through the, the process. Uh, a person gets a concussion, has dizziness or vertigo or whatever, you know, or, which is serious. And I'll also say also has just this genuine feeling yeah. of, I just, since the accident, I don't feel right. I don't feel right, yeah. Because it's not all, and this is, if there's one big take home for our our listeners um, from today's show, for me, it's this. If you just don't feel right, don't look for the specific symptoms. Don't Mm. look, well, I don't feel good, but I don't have the dizziness, or I Mm. don't have this. If you just don't feel right, and you're not getting answers, Mm. please, you know, ask for a referral to kind of get the, let some experts 
do some tests mm. to see if they can figure out what that missing piece is. Right. Yeah. Again, the brain is complex, and sometimes people don't know how to put a finger on it. Mm. But you just might feel off balance, or you're having trouble with your memory and concentration. After an accident, we were talking about sports injuries as well, that this mm -hmm. is very common. Mm -hmm. You know, part of the problem is, is that you've got this brain, which is really the consistency of dessert tofu. And it's uh, <laughs> surrounded by this skull, which is very hard surface. Mm. And the brain, a lot of people don't know this, is actually floating within your skull. Oh. And there's some spinal fluid called cerebral spinal fluid. Right. And that's meant to be there as a shock absorber and to oh, okay. help prevent this sort of thing. But sometimes when you get rear-ended or you get tackled, um, that can cause this problem where the brain floats back and forth uh -huh. and can hit different parts of the skull, and that can have problems with it as well. Wow. Yeah, so it's, and that's why it's so important to just kind of come in and get that evaluation. Right. So we were talking about that process of getting your family doctor to refer you, but we, we, I, I want to stress this point too, because I think it might have gone missed, is if you don't have a family doctor, you can still call iScope, mm. visit our website. The website again is? MyIscope.ca, M-Y-I-S-C-O-P-E. Ca. Okay, and you can actually just request an, to make an appointment or get a phone number and make an, uh, give them a call, and they can connect you with mm -hmm. family doctor mm -hmm. because they have them in house. Mm -hmm. So you can get the ball rolling that way as well because that is a huge problem right now. So now you have these you know uh, poor people who've been in a let's say a motor vehicle accident, mm -hmm. no longer have a lawyer because mm -hmm. there's you know no role for lawyers to play in this anymore, mm -hmm. don't have a family doctor, mm -hmm. go to perhaps a walk-in clinic and say, I don't feel good, mm -hmm. maybe get a blood test or some basic imaging done and are told, well, that all came back normal, and now what, mm -hmm. right? And that's, there could still be something wrong that they, that's going missing, mm -hmm. which is why it's so important that people who are in the situation know about this resource and have the opportunity to come access it. I'm going to give our telephone number out and if people have any questions, I encourage them to give us a call at 604-280-1200 or you can call us at our Rim Gym number as well because we have simulcasting on both the stations, 604-299-8863. Let's take a very short commercial break. Uh, but before we take the commercial break, concussion. How bad can concussion lead to someone getting, becoming a vegetable? That's the question. That is a question. Well, do you want me to answer that now? Yes. Okay. Otherwise, I'll forget about it. <laughs> okay. Break. Well, concussion is a type of traumatic brain injury where there's usually no bleeding in the brain. So yes. It's a milder form of traumatic brain injury. Okay. And again, it can occur because you've got this dessert tofu floating mm. in the skull that's pushed in different biomechanical forces that might occur from, you know, a tackle or a rear end or something like this. Mm. And as a result of that, you know, like I said, the brain controls so many different things. People mm -hmm. can have physical, cognitive, emotional, sleep, and vision-related problems. Right. Usually people tend to follow one more than the other, like right. they have more headaches or more vision or more sleep issue. Uh, but the risk of becoming, like what you said, is relatively lower, but people should, usually, if they're getting worse, should go to the emergency room for check okay. so that doesn't happen. All right. I don't want anybody to be a vegetable. That's right. <laughs> we'll be right back. Spice Radio and Radio Room Jim Sundriyam Gapshapka program hai. Dr. Mini Randava aaj hamare studios mein hai aur unke saath ek bahut hi interesting doctor aaye hue hain. Aapka naam hai Dr. Manu Medirata and uh, Ice Scope 
के बारे में बातचीत कर रहे हैं हम आज have a lot of mystery about you know they say i i've heard botox can help me and they don't quite understand what botox is what what it does and and how it fits into all this and is it a covered uh treatment if for a person who's had traumatic brain injury and yeah. is suffering from regular headaches oh that's a really good question so botox um as you know was being used for cosmetics mm-hmm. and what we found is that people's headaches started going away and so the company did a study and they found that for this particular type of headache called chronic migraine chronic migraine is when you have more than 15 days a month of any headache it doesn't oh, have to be migraine it can right. just be any headache and eight of those days you prefer that you might close the lights or close the sound because it's bothering you or you might have some nausea yeah that is something called chronic migraine and wow. so for those patients if you inject the botox the same similar places that we do for cosmetics but a little bit more in the back of the neck area hmm. it relaxes the muscles so the input into the brain reduces hmm. and this pain decreases and people actually get a lot of benefit it can occur frequently with whiplash or concussion but it can hmm. actually occur on its own as well and so one of our neurosurgeons dr chowdhury actually injects the botox mm. and a lot of our other doctors do as well how long does it last the effect of it so it's amazing um it lasts 3 months but okay. i find that at about 10 weeks people start calling the office and saying i'm feeling it's wearing off and it's good because in a way we know that it works because mm-hmm. this is something that you know ah. you can see that everybody's calling at the same time and so it's an injection mm. every 3 months but does it do what are the side effects of it Well, as you know, it's being given for cosmetics. Yes. So the side effects have to be very little if oh. somebody's getting it for cosmetics. So very rarely an allergy or maybe a, a droop somewhere, but it's it's, you know, it's given an expert hands now. Okay. And they're very careful. We don't really see those things. Yeah, I am not going where you think I might go. <laughs> you know? I'm mind you. I'm mind you on this one. <laughs> so if someone has chronic migraines, um it's not a traumatic brain injury patient could they approach iscope and and just say i'm like i'm so tired of having these migraines and request treatment and see a neurologist for that with iscope absolutely that's a great wow. point many yeah. so we get a lot of patients coming in from their family doctors or calling in and saying that i'm having these headaches and then we get them in for treatment and we do the botox and it's very rewarding i've had a lot of yeah. people actually go back to work and go back to a lot of activities i'm going to send somebody to you i was supposed to meet them yesterday mm-hmm. and and they had to cancel the meeting with me because they had these severe migraines we don't understand how debilitating you know for the yeah. rest of us who don't have them yeah. how debilitating they can be mm-hmm. it's really it has a significant impact on just your ability to function in day-to-day life. That's so right. botox can be a game changer for mm. for these people. And with IC if it's a motor related to a motor vehicle as- mm. accident, I believe ICBC does cover those as well. They do and in fact actually 93% of extended healthcare so Sun Life or whatever you might have will actually cover it. Right. Because they see that people get back to work, they get right. back to normal activity. But it's a very good point because the World Health Organization actually says that chronic migraine is the sixth leading cause of disability worldwide. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's a very common problem. Yeah. But we've made a lot of headway with respect to treatment. Right. With Botox and there's other medications as well that we can use that have come uh, recently in the next last few years. Yeah. So with the eyes and the brain and mm-hmm. everything being connected to the body, 
eyes more so mm-hmm. um, because they're closer to the brain, I guess. You know? <laughs> well, they they provide a lot of information, right. right? So when we talk about, let's say someone has, um, you know, was in a car accident, now they're having memory issues. Mm. So I, I come from a strictly vision point of view. Right. And, right. you know, when there is vision issues, which keep in mind does not mean that you can't see. Mm. It's you can see 2020 and mm. still have visual information processing issues. Mm. And I always say that, you know, um, you've heard that saying a picture's worth a thousand words. That's right. Memory at its core is vision based. So if I say to you, let, let me give you an example. Let's say I say this sentence. The little boy chased the big ball past the giant oak tree. Mm. Now, let's say next week or next month when I come here and I say, Shishmaji, what was that sentence I told you? Mm. You're not going to remember that the words, mm. but you'll be able to bring up a picture. And That's you'll say, true. there was a kid and it was running and he was chasing something and there was a tree on the side. Right. Right? So we remember in pictures. And what happens when you have traumatic brain injury is... You're, you stop making pictures, right? Mm. So those words no longer translate into pictures. So when you try and recall something, you have a lot of trouble with it. Mm. So a lot of what we do in our, no, you know, part of what we do in vision rehab is um, working on memory and vision memory and retraining you how to turn words back into pictures. Mm. And it's a game changer when it comes to memory issues. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the brain is actually used up in vision and vision processing. Yes. About 60%. Yeah. We see sometimes on the PET scan, you see mm. all this blood flow in the back of the brain. So for us to take in this room and see the red spice radio sign, that takes up a lot of energy mm. in our brain. And when you have a traumatic brain injury, it doesn't always function. And when you're looking at very delicate structures mm. within the inner ear and the eye, and they also connect via nerves. And when you shake those around, they get out of place and they don't work properly. And that's where uh, Dr. Mini Randawa does such a great job of helping these patients mm. get back to normal. Oh, yeah, 100%. And what I, so, you know, getting back to the, the whole, treating the whole, um, having a center where you have everybody working together as a Mm. team. One of the things that, and one of the reasons I I came on board with iScope is because I used to do vision rehab. Right. And I would do it in isolation from the OT. Mm. And the OT would work in isolation from what uh, we were doing. And we all would connect, but we would connect maybe once every couple months on right. the phone with a quick phone call, right. right? Or send a report back and forth. Same thing with the, the physiotherapist or the kinesiologist or the neurologist. So now, let's say you go to iScope and you get referred from in-house for a, a vision assessment. Mm-hmm. When I pull up your exam to you know enter in your data, I can see what you've been doing with your occupational therapist. I can see what the kinesiologist has been doing. I can see what the neurologist is doing. Mm-hmm. And each time you come in for, let's say, a vision therapy session, those notes are available to the neurologist. Mm-hmm. So it really is a... Um, a full, it's it's a more uh, what's what's the word I'm looking like for? A one stop. One stop, mm. and it creates a better way of providing care because we're working as one team. Mm. So we're one team trying to get you where to where you need to be versus different people doing different pieces. Mm-hmm. So it really it really has a significant positive impact on how well the treatment goes. With our eyes, when we are looking at a lot of things, recently I've started you know, uh, watching a lot of nebulas and, you know, space stuff. And and those are pictures that, that have 
that have been taken from uh, radio waves, right? And mm-hmm. translated into pictures so that we can see ourselves. They really don't look like that up, up in the sky, right? So when you are looking at the brain and what, what function is taking place in your brain, mm-hmm. when you said there's blood going in the back, you can see that. What sort of pictures picture do you see? Do you see a picture or do you see lines or wavelengths? Well, it's a, it's a really great question. I mean, it, it actually involves a lot of physics. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into that today. <laughs> but we use different things. We use CT scans in the emergency room to look mm. for any bleeding in the brain. Mm. We use MRIs to look for other things in the brain that can you know, be related to problems in the white matter, which are the connections in the brain. Mm. And then we use things like PET scanners to look for functioning in the brain and mm. blood flow in the brain. So it's come a long way these last few years in terms of how we've been able to look at the brain and look at its function as well. So, you know, I also am interested in um, uh, science fiction and so on and so forth. So you see um, stories in which people put little, you know, dots on your head to, to see your brain waves. Mm-hmm. Is that real? Or that's that's real. We, it we, is? We, yeah, we actually... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have a device at iScope called BrainScope, and in fact, that's where our name came from. And what it does is it actually is those little stickers all over the brain, and it records the brain waves. Now, we use that a lot, EEG. We use yes. it to look for abnormal brain waves that might suggest seizures or epilepsy or other things. But we now are able to use it using artificial intelligence to look for signs of concussion and traumatic brain injury. And in athletes, we're able to see their recovery as well so we can tell now objectively whether you're good enough to go back to playing football or so what their their scope is is not just just like this and it's got up and down and yeah that's right little little up (laughs) up, little blips just like you do for the heart right you know the ecg yes so this is the same sort of thing for the brain it's an eeg But it's a game changer because now you can actually measure objectively Mm. the recovery for for some of these issues, right? Is that right? That's what I'm hearing. That's absolutely right. And that's because the technology has evolved so much with computing and all this sort of thing that the artificial intelligence can actually tell you whether or not your brain is recovering or not. Isn't that amazing? It is. Yes. And you know, our our bodies, and, and I believe in that, that our body is like the best machine in the world to repair its own self. Mm-hmm. So when, when 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 I make a statement like, if I have a have if I have a cut, obviously um, in a few days it's gonna it's gonna heal. Mm-hmm. How does that happen? I mean, is it is it really that our, our entire body is so powerful that no matter what injury we have, we, we will be able to repair it? Well, I wish it was the case. (laughs) But, you know, over the the millions of years of evolution, our body has found ways to help us Mm. stay alive, right? Mm. So making sure that you don't bleed out from a cut Mm. was a very important thing that uh, the blood has to do. And at the same time, we do, our body needs a lot of help. Mm. And what has also changed a lot over time is the technology and the information that we now have and doctors have in order to provide the tools that your body needs to make the best recovery possible, Mm. which is, you know, even if you look back 15, 20 years ago, we weren't anywhere near where we are right now with having the ability to measure 
and diagnose and treat these type of injuries that don't aren't as obvious as a cut on your body, right? right? right. That are more what I would call hidden injuries where mm. they're not, you can't see it, but it is impacting you. So in the past 50 years, I would say more than, more like 60, 70 years, the progress that science has made, um, technology has made, um, is leap in leaps and bounds. It's more than unreal. what, what you know, in a generation or, oh, or absolutely. in a century or something like that. Yeah. But so this 70 year period has been amazing. Where do you see this sort of a technology going in the future? Well, the 90s were called the decade of the brain. Okay. And we learned a lot about the brain in that time. Mm. But I think that things will just continue to evolve. Right. We're going to get better at, for example, diagnosing Alzheimer's. Actually, there's the oh. FDA just came out with a new drug yeah. that helps to halt the progression of Alzheimer's disease. Wow. And it's in its very early stages, and it works a little bit. Not, not great yet, mm. but mm. can you imagine it's just the beginning mm -hmm. of what's going to happen over the next little bit. So we're getting much better with respect to diagnosing and then also much better with treatment. We okay. lagged for a while behind mm -hmm. others with respect to treatment, but now we know so much. So with, like with concussion, we used to say, well, it was just, you got your bell rung. So go back and play hockey, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. But now we know that if you're still having problems with your vision or your memory and you get hit again, that can be very dangerous. And it can in fact, in some cases, lead to swelling in the brain, which can be very serious. And like you said, that can lead to long-term problems. Mm -hmm. So part of what we do is we try to make sure that people are safe to go back to their normal sports or normal activities as well. And uh, that's why we've opened these locations and we have them in Surrey, across from Surrey Memorial Hospital, and also in Langley mm -hmm. at 288th, and then in Burnaby as well, across from BCIT. And we're opening one in North Vancouver. Across from BCIT, on which side? On the Willingdon Green side. Okay, mm -hmm. Willingdon Green side. Okay. That's right. Oh. We'll take a very short commercial break and come back. Dr. Mini Randhawa and Manu Medhirata are in the studios today. We'll be right back with short commercial. Spice Radio, Radio Ramjam Sunriya. Gapshapka program hai. Dr. Manu Medhirata and our own Dr. Mini Randhawa are both in the studios today. And we've got a caller on the line. Line four, how are you doing? Uh, fine, thank you, Shishmaji. I have got a uh, question for your host. Yes. Is there anything they have done for people who have glaucoma in their eyes? Yes, glaucoma, unlike, you know, uh, a, a while ago, now is quite a treatable condition. So um, there's many different ways we treat it. We treat it through surgeries. We can treat it through medication. And we have some great glaucoma specialists here. So if you have glaucoma, you should see your, your optometrist and then ask to be referred to a glaucoma specialist. But, but it, it's quite but treatable. Do, do you know if there is anything has been uh, found to revive the optic nerve? Mm. So if you are talking about a situation in which they, you have already lost, someone has already lost significant vision because the glaucoma is advanced, unfortunately, no, not yet. The vision that you have lost is unfortunately permanent, but the key is to prevent any further vision loss and making sure that you are getting the treatment that you need to retain the vision that you have left. And if you do have vision loss, there's no way to, as of yet, regain any optic nerve head damage that's been done but we have so many low vision devices that can help you 
um, magnify the world in certain ways that you'll be able to read a little better. You'll be able to see your television a little better. We have these really cool um, glasses called TV Max. So for people who have glaucoma and have lost a lot of vision, these are special uh, glasses for watching TV, which just allow the image to be sent to your eye in such a way that you can see it a lot better. And another question I've got is, uh, if you have uh, calcium deposit on your cornea, mm -hmm. uh, would you advise somebody to get it scraped up? It depends. So the calcium deposits are usually not on the cornea, they're on your conjunctiva, so the lower part of your eyelid. Your cornea can have other deposits on it, and so if you do have deposits on your cornea, it is always a question of risk versus benefit. Um, how many deposits, how much are they impeding your vision, how significant are they, and how easy would it be to remove it? So once again, it really depends on what the eye looks like. You would see as a corneal specialist for that. So okay. that's where having a optometrist, reg, you know, kind of being your gateway to, okay, for your glaucoma, I'm going to send you to this glaucoma specialist. For your cornea, I can send you to this corneal specialist. Your optometrist will be the one that kind of, like your family doctor, coordinates all that care for you. And, it, you know, it is true that if you have, let's say, something like glaucoma, quite often you can, the, your glaucoma doctor can really be focused on that and you think you're getting full eye exams and regular eye care, but really he's just checking your glaucoma. So making sure you continue to see your optometrist to look for every other thing and getting referred to, or and getting treatment for anything else that might be coming up is, is very important. Thank you very much, I really appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure, you have a wonderful day now. Thank you, Shishmaji. Thank you, G. Thank you for calling. And you know, Shishmaji, I wanna bring up one, one. I, I, we're running out of time, so one last really key point. And mm. I, I, honest to goodness, this happened today. So I, as you know, I, I was working this morning, I'm heading back there right after this, and I saw a patient today who uh, is an iScope patient. So mm -hmm. he has been getting various treatments at iScope, including vision. So he mm -hmm. came to me to get a progress evaluation of where his vision is now. And he made the comment that iScope has, must have a very specific hiring policy mm. because every therapist, you know, he's seeing vision therapy there. He's seeing, doing occupational therapy there. He is also, I think, seeing a neurologist there. I don't think, or maybe it's, uh, I don't know, he's seeing someone, some of the mm. other doctors there. And he said, and then he came in to see me, and he said, everybody is so incredibly friendly and everybody takes the time to explain what's going on. Wow. And he talked about how, you know, and I'm sure our listeners are familiar with one of the greatest frustrations is you go to see a, your, your family doctor, you have the five minutes, or you go see a specialist, and you leave there feeling like, you don't know what just happened. No, and you you can't ask more than two questions. You cannot, because yeah. then they're out the door. And yeah. it's not, you know, they're busy as well. And so one of the other great things about the iScope model is they're there to answer your questions. You will never leave a session with your occupational therapist wow. or your session with your, your neurologist or your therapist and feel like, I don't know what's going on. You'll have a clear picture of where your health is mm. and what the next steps are that are being taken to get you the care that you need. And it was so nice to hear that from a patient, yeah, right? That's, so. that's really good to hear. We, we hire people that are very empathetic mm. and understand what someone's going through. And in fact, I just gave a presentation that shows that 
If you come in early after a traumatic brain injury and get that education and right. that support, you're more likely to improve and get back to normal faster. Mm -hmm. And that's a new study that was just published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Interesting. And what do they consider early? Like well, how soon? Well, usually within two weeks. Wow. So we're, wow. we're speaking with the emergency rooms as well, and they've been referring right. a lot of patients as well directly from the emergency room because it turns out that actually getting that follow-up for your concussion actually is therapeutic and it helps you recover. So we talked about the fact that the front desk and the care coordinator and the OT and the PT, we all play a role mm -hmm. in terms of that. It's not just the doctor. Everybody's there to help. Yeah, and and that's really uh, that's a really interesting study because I, I wasn't familiar with that. And so I think that also speaks to if you were in uh, an accident, don't delay care. Mm. You know, one of the things that we're all such busy people and I'm just as guilty of it as everybody else. Yeah, we know. think, oh, you know what? It'll get better. It'll get mm -hmm. better. I'll just take some Advil. Mm. I'll just I'll soldier through. Mm. And, you know, that's probably not the best way to proceed. You if you were in it. Yeah. yeah. If you were in an accident, pause come in, mm. get the evaluations done. Let's see where your health is. And if everything is good, wonderful. But, you know, if something is wrong, catching it early is going to be a factor. If someone has had a retina detachment yes. or are closer to retina detachment, what does that mean? So that's a whole different story. And right. you know what? Maybe what we'll do is we'll put a pin in that one and we'll save mm -hmm. it for one of the future shows. Are I'll, you sure about I will that? do a show on Rich We won't forget about it? I won't forget about it. Okay. <laughs> because right. that's a whole nother... <laughs> that's a big one. Uh, that's a big, a big one. one. And that's, a, that's a big one. We'll, we'll, we'll wow. dedicate some time on that. But okay. if you have a retinal detachment post-accident, right. you will know because you will have lost... You won't be able to see. You'll ha see. That is a situation in which you will have blackness in your vision. In, one in of your which eyes. case yes. you should go to the emergency exactly room. yes mm -hmm. so uh, last question to you if people wanted more information the website once again is the website is myiscope.ca m-y-i-s-c-o-p-e dot c-a okay. we're also on instagram and mm -hmm. on facebook as well mm -hmm. and um, if you have any questions just feel free to to go on there as well you can google iscope concussion as well if right. that's an easier way it's not e-y-e but it is i S -C -E. Like your iPhone. That's right. That's like right. iPhone. Oh, that's right. right. And like the iScope. That's yes. right. Yeah. <laughs> and Dr. Minirandava, if people wanted to meet with you, talk to you, because you're one of those special doctors that will see them, <laughs> unlike some other doctors that don't want to even meet people. But you know, Ontario uh, and Quebec yes. have ordered doctors. Oh, no. The government has ordered people to come back to work. Yes, yes. That's the federal government. As, is, as of March. As of March, yes. yes. Twice, uh, twice a week. Two to three days a week, I think, is what they're they're mandating. No, was no. it full time? Yeah. Oh, I thought I saw two to three days a week. Well, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm <laughs> wrong. I'll find out more about. You're it. usually not wrong. <laughs> thank, thank you for coming into the studios and lovely meeting you, Dr. Madhiratha. Thank you so much, Rashmi. Thank you as always for having us. With that, we come to the end of our show. वो सभी बातें जो आज आपकी नजरों में अटकी, खटकी और दिल में समाई, उन सब को लेके we'll be here tomorrow and we will have. Um, Simpson Thomas and Associates, uh, Adam will be coming and joining us tomorrow talking about a case in which his client got over a million dollars. So that case we will be discussing tomorrow. Stay tuned for the Drive Home Grind with DJ Flight right here with Maya on Spice Radio. I'll be presenting Samaki Raftar on Radio Ramjim.